What's going on? Welcome back to the Look Mum, I'm Hustling podcast. You're probably wondering why there's two episodes out this week. Yes, we didn't really address it in the previous one, but we decided to make them a little bit short and sweet for everybody, a little bit more digestible. Just like you, to short and sweet, short instead and of sweet. long and boring like me, <laughs> like the previous ones. <laughs> It's a good analogy. You're not boring, though. You're not supposed to agree to that. No, I just said you're not boring, though. But it's just a little bit easier to digest and be able to get through, whether it's on a commute or, you know, travel to work or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Just something a bit easier. So So we're going to Mm bi-weekly episodes. We'll try and keep them around 25, 35 minutes, 40 at the very most. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, something a bit more digestible and then you don't have to listen to the entire hour. You can pick and choose which one you want each week. Um, and a little segment that we thought of adding, which we'll add into the end of this episode to so stick around to the very end, is we're going to call it the playlist. Yeah, the playlist. Just something to enjoy on your day off, not exactly business or hustle or, you know, app or like, like whatever the, you know, the topics that we sort of talk about, just something to enjoy in the free time. Yep. So this podcast is essentially about business, branding and culture, mm-hmm. all things related with hustling, whether it's a I was going to say astronaut for a second. I was going to, artist, rather. Yeah. Artist, musician, film, um, business, personal brand, social media, influencers, anything to do with like technology and social media, all that sort of stuff. It sounds like it's a lot of topics, but essentially anything under the umbrella of business, brand, and culture is mm-hmm. what we like talking about Yeah, um, because we like to hustle up. Like We're starting from the ground level. We have, don't work at some tech company or anything. We literally just working in our stinky garage a lot of the time. <laughs> we do, um, but we're interested in, you know, building our own personal brands and, you know, that particular aspect. We'd love learning about new tech and love trying out new apps and all that kind of thing. So why not yep. talk about it? Yep. So that's the premise of the show. If you're new here and you're listening to us for the first time, 50 odd episodes deep, the show is Look Mum, I'm Hustling and it's about us hustling and what we're learning and other hustlers. Mm. So the premise of the playlist segment is um, something that we recommend, whether it's, it's something to watch, basically, whether it's a video podcast, documentary, a movie, or a TV series that we've recently watched and found interesting mm-hmm. for you to stop, to, to turn, on, turn on once you've stopped the hustle for the week. So once you've done all your hustling for the week and mm-hmm. it's a weekend, you want to sit down, you want to watch something, you don't know what to watch, we've got you covered. And it's called The Playlist. And I like it. It's good. It's got a good ring to it. Because we this is the most simplest name, but I know, but like it's the we, premise that matters. We only have literally one night a week where we call it date night. Um, one night a week. <laughs> She's laughing. Sorry. What do you mean we call we call it date night, but it's something other than completely different? Is that what you're trying to say, or does, no, it, does no. it feel like a date night to you? Sometimes it does. Yeah. Sometimes. No, it does. No, it's the it's the oh, one night where we sort of like spoil ourselves because we meal prep throughout the week. We're working. We don't always get to. We do see each other, but we tend to spend a lot of time apart because we're doing our own projects and stuff. So we have like one night a week to sort of watch something together, and then every now and then we find that we're spending literally 20 minutes to find something that's 20 minutes eaten into our date night. So mm-hmm. if you're like us and don't have a lot of time and can't be bothered, you know, spending 20 minutes to pick something something feel free to use our recommendation we'll save you some we'll save you yeah. at least 20 minutes of searching yes. <laughs> 20 minutes man and we won't do any spoilers no we'll try not to we'll try not to but with us who knows i like to ramble on and reveal too much i always talk too much and then drew's just always like you jump ahead <laughs> you don't spoil stuff you just you don't Set up for like a one-two punch. You just come straight in for the haymaker. I'd be like, let's soften them up a little bit first. He's well, like, I'm like, what relax. I don't like the suspense. I hate the suspense. I'll just come in with like the ending part. Like right. every now and then when I'd read a book and it got to a suspenseful part, a suspenseful part um, I would be like, what's going to happen? And I'll jump to the end and sort of like read and be like, oh, okay, they're okay kind of thing. Like if they- you Ruining know- <laughs> the entire 
journey. Som- and sometimes if you're watching a movie and I'm like, oh, what's this movie about? I'll have a look at the premise and I'll have a look at trivia. Oh, yeah. I love how you asked me, oh, is this one, this, how, what's going on here? I'm like, I'm literally watching it in real time <laughs> with you. I don't have any extra information. <laughs> I'll ask you Just questions relax. as if you're like going to know more than me, but we're both watching it for the first time. All right. So this week we're talking about um, some of the new social media or not old social media apps with a new refreshed yes. interface, which is kind of interesting. We've talked about TikTok relentlessly on this podcast, mm-hmm. um, the ups and downs, the bannings, the non-bannings, the restrictions, the problems with the Chinese government and what they show you in the algorithm. So many problems with TikTok. But yeah, so many opportunities as well. Yes. We just haven't seemed to chase them as of yet. We should, no. we, I mean, we're supposed to be doing clips. We're not doing clips yet. Hold another story. But basically, Spotify and Reddit have redesigned their interfaces to look Eerily similar, look look like TikTok, but kind of act like TikTok in the way that they want to capture your attention and Mm -hmm. keep you on platform as long as possible. So bring this one up on screen for me. This came out literally 20 hours ago. So Spotify adds TikTok style scrolling feed to make discovering new audio easier. So Spotify, I think, shits all over Apple Music. Um, well, you're saying like podcasts came from iPod, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, and so I was, I've had a history lesson this morning. I know, like on the drive, I was like, what? And then, so at the moment, Spotify is doing pretty much all they can to retain their customer base, to keep them interested, to keep them on the platform, to, to keep that engagement. They want all the market share. Yeah, and then all Apple audio. are doing is releasing a separate classical app, so. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, but they're they're slightly improving the podcast user interface and the data and stuff associated with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been around for like twenty years, and it's never that much of hasn't really entered the new wave of um, technology and stuff, which we we're kind of alluding to last episode with AI and everything like that. They haven't taken on board the technology shifts that are required. Um, a lot of the RSS feeds and the the technology behind it is just quite outdated from the early 2000s still. But it looks um, like Spotify are doing pretty much everything they can to keep or just to become the known platform to listen to watch your podcast. I mean, they've got yes. exclusive people well, on there. Or just music, audio in general. Even yeah. they're doing audio books a lot as well now. 100% there because you've got, you know, Joe Rogan's a big one. You've got like Emma Chamberlain, like all these people coming across to be exclusive on the platform and now – like this article you're about to go through is like they're changing the interface as well. Yes. Yeah, so anyone that uses Spotify is aware that the front homepage that you go on is quite static. Mm-hmm. It'll have just thumbnails of podcasts or albums that are out. But now they they see the engagement factor that a lot of the the apps like uh, whether it's well, I mean the video apps that Instagram, TikTok and YouTube have with like the autoplay feature of this as the second you get into the app, there's movement. It's not a stagnant, static image. Mm-hmm. There's video playing. It might be on mute and or whatever, but it's like the visual movement on the screen captures your attention much faster, which means they're going to have people on app longer and essentially more people on app, longer period of time, more mm-hmm. ads get played, that sort of thing, more revenue, everyone wins. So basically they're redesigning the entire front page um, for music and music not music and music, obviously music and podcasts and stuff like that. So with the music stuff, they play you like a little preview of the song right. and like potentially part of the video clip. Mm-hmm. So it's just immediately grabbing your attention. And then if you hit the podcast uh, tab at the top as well, if there's video podcast, which we also put on there, if you're listening to Spotify, there is a video version on it. Hello. <laughs> um, you can see like the autoplay feature of the video component and it will play 
um, some captions underneath it as well so you can sort of immediately grasp, do I want to listen to this podcast or do I keep scrolling until there's something I want to see? Very similar to the YouTube mm-hmm. uh, feed or home feed when you're like scrolling down and stuff will autoplay and you can sort of see the first whatever five to 20 frames and determine is this something I'm interested in or do I keep scrolling? So it allows you to pick new content to watch without committing to actually going into that file. That's great for podcasts. Like it's going to help out yes. a whole bunch because I know I've gone through and just be like, what I want to listen to. But it's just you've, all you've got is a thumbnail to go off and be like, is this going to be an engaging conversation? What does it sound like? So if you get that preview, it's going to give you – it's going to be quicker to pick something, but it's also probably going to have a higher chance because the photo might be a bit dull, the title might be a bit dull, but as soon as you start listening, be like, well, these guys sound funny, like us. <laughs> is that – supposed to say like we have to have a laugh track come in there now. No, you're not going to edit that in. A stream that compressed laugh track. Oh my god! Just like the is it Brian Redbeard? Redbeard that has yeah. like the you know the options and just like click um, something and kill have Tony, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just have like laugh tracks or little sound effects coming in. So I'll see if I can find a little video clip. Might get I'm pretty going to get flagged or anything. But anyway, Spotify is yeah. Yeah, no. If this is on Spotify, they're probably going to love us promoting their own content on here. YouTube so. won't like it terribly though. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just a way of showcasing new people. So. Mm-hmm. If you have a new podcast or, or music or something you wanted to showcase or get on the app, it's a great way of um, being shown to more people. So if you have a video, hopefully you guys can see. So really good for music videos. Now, this is a chapter of the, the story podcast will have shared captions. What's your advice for managing expectations? Chapter one. The house stood on a audio Yeah. So just a way more engaging experience to mm-hmm. capture you. And so you're going to keep scrolling to find something you like. Um, so if you guys don't know, Sarah and I both have our have our own individual YouTube channels. And one of my recent videos was about video podcasts on Spotify. You can go and check that out. Um, and it's just about how to upload on there because I think it's very important. Like YouTube is great. Because that's where the search engine is. Yes. You can title and structure your podcast to uh, get into the search feed, essentially. But mm-hmm. you, uh, Spotify doesn't really have that ability yet. Yeah. So I think one thing that's really like beneficial for Spotify, I think you can do it on Android for YouTube. You know how you can pop it out of the window and still listen it to it while the phone's closed down. Mm-hmm. Um, Spotify, you can listen to it while your phone's off. Like you don't. Yes. It's the, it's the swapping between the audio and the video yes. file seamlessly. 100%. But. Um, the way I'm looking at it now is like we don't have to put the video on Spotify, but there's not that many people doing it yet. So mm-hmm. it's it's for no other reason other than being an early adopter and for discoverability. It's it's a lot harder to get data, like clear mm-hmm. data off Spotify for your podcast and to get monetized in any sense as opposed to going through like Libsyn or um, I forget what the other ones are. There's Buzz something. Mm-hmm. Um, to to host your podcast, there's other ways Buzzsprout. of is Buzzsprout, yeah, Buzzsprout. Yeah. Um, there's other ways to like monetize and get more accurate data to see how well your show is growing. For us, I don't really care about that at this stage. I just want to like grow the show and have fun doing it and make a fun video f- version for people to mm-hmm. consume outside of YouTube. Well, if we're already putting it on, if we already have a video option available on YouTube, why not yeah. just capitalize and put it on Spotify as well? And there's no way to put it on. I mean, there's only one other platform you can put a video on. So, we're already gone to the, the length of filming it. Yeah. We need to get it out as much as possible. Yeah. And you can't add the video version 
to one of the external hosting sites. It has to go through, which was Anchor, but now it's Spotify for podcasts. They've rebranded the actual upload process. They've got a lot of emphasis in really improving that podcast aspect. Yes. Like they've done great ways in having, um, you know, music in their playlist, like them being able to recommend you songs as well. They recommend you songs way better than like iTunes ever could. Or just the, u- the user generate user curated playlist yeah. is super important. Yeah. Like they do so well. So I can just imagine like once that starts transforming into their podcast, imagine just like user generated podcast recommendations and stuff That's as well. That's interesting. Maybe we could see if there's a way of us for as part of the playlist segment, mm-hmm. we could have a curated list of podcasts that we found interesting this week. Yeah. So rather than a playlist of songs, a playlist of podcasts. recent podcasts. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but yeah, the reason we do Spotify is purely discoverability because our shows aren't that searchable mm-hmm. and people aren't finding it via the thumbnail. So the benefit of the YouTube version is title and thumbnail is doing all the heavy lifting essentially. It is, yeah. Whereas the podcast version is purely um, discoverability but v- – out of pure luck almost, but mm-hmm. but people aren't finding it by searching. Um, what did we do last episode? Chat GPT. People aren't going to find us that much through that search term mm-hmm. um, because the thumbnails are so small as well. Yeah. So it's really just like being an early adopter of video on there that's going to help us get discovered, mm-hmm. whereas YouTube's our main priority, I would say. Well, it's just like YouTube, and we've talked about this multiple times before, YouTube is not going anywhere. They've got Google behind them, the biggest search platform in the world and then you have YouTube which is like the second biggest as well like that particular aspect's not going anywhere like it's been around for so long they've had so many changes and adoptions and you know they're going into the short space they're also going into the podcasting space it's getting trialed over in America at the moment having YouTube, that yeah they're actually I think they're shutting down Google podcast right. and incorporating that into one thing into the YouTube podcast so that, that's, that's what I was going to say as well there's going to be a seamless version between the audio and video for YouTube coming soon podcast yeah as well yeah it makes sense and then yeah so they're trialing in america just having that podcast actual part of youtube so at the moment like youtube are doing everything they can for podcasting spotify doing everything they can for podcasting and just you know like if itunes don't do anything or itunes if apple doesn't do anything soon they're going to lose that massive market share for it okay so there is an app here saying Google Podcast and YouTube Music Podcast will work as two separate apps. So Google Podcast will remain, but YouTube Music Podcast is where mm-hmm. the audio version will be for that right. seamless swapping between. Uh, I'm, I'm, for example, I'm watching the video version while I'm getting ready for work, but I mm-hmm. want to finish finish it on my drive to work as as audio. Mm-hmm. So heaps of interesting stuff coming for podcasts and things like AI um, integrations and everything like that. Things like pulling captions from podcasts has been around for a little while. There's a bunch of different apps and programs that will rip the transcript from the, your mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. So all that sort of stuff's going to be more and more like automatically integrated. That's going to be great if you're hearing impaired as well. So you imagine if you're hearing impaired and you've or like or just deaf in general, and then haven't been able to, you know, listen to podcasts. And now you've got this video version with captions and stuff, then mm. you can actually you know, you know, consume it, I guess. Think about it. Like you have the video, the audio, and the text version all in one place at the same time. Mm-hmm. So previously you could make a transcript and upload it to your website for um, deaf people to, to read, for example, yeah, if they want to read it. But now they can potentially just 
from the one source, mm -hmm. all people are covered. Yeah. Regardless of like their potential limitations or handicaps. Yeah, engage so, it in real time. Yeah. yeah. Interesting, interesting stuff. Also, other than Spotify, Reddit have also taken a slight turn in terms of the user interface and now look like TikTok as well. So do you use Reddit at all? Not really. You've told me to use it quite a few times and I've used it a handful there, but like I don't. It is overwhelming. It. Yeah, there's like a lot in there. I know that it's a great like crowdsourced or crowd-funded sort of information-based platform. I just, yeah, I haven't used it that much. There's a lot of like shit posting. It's just the deep, probably one of the deepest ways of forming a community now mm -hmm. um, around a certain topic. But yeah, a lot of us are not like probably 99% of it is anonymous. Like I know some of the big creators and even like people like Colin Samir, they have like Reddit forums yes. and, you know, PewDiePie, like they all have like these little sub subreddits. Like yeah, it's a way of like the other way to get like a bunch of feedback is through Twitter, but you can't, it's not a forum with like a gang of replies. It's mm -hmm. just like Twitter's like quite limited in like what you can do there. And plus people want the ability to post anonymous, anonymously. Mm -hmm. On Reddit. So that's what Reddit's for. Like I use it once or twice a week if I'm like looking at something a little bit more in, in depth. Yeah. Rather than getting just like a straight journalism article about a topic, you can mm -hmm. read what the actual people have to say. Yeah. Like the people's voice. No, I've, heard, I've heard there's like, you know, there's great like subreddits and stuff out there of like people asking historians like actual things. You have like these real professors or real teachers Some, like answering yeah, the questions. The AMAs are really interesting. You yeah. find a good person doing a good AMA mm -hmm. and you'll they'll answer questions that have probably never been asked before. Yeah. In traditional media, at least. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, Reddit was previously just see this left hand column here. It's just like post, 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 like text, text, text with like a small thumbnail. Mm -hmm. But now they're dedicating a watch feed in the app. So, similar to, as we said, TikTok and like what Spotify are doing, like a automatically auto playing vertical video to like capture your attention immediately mm -hmm. to keep you in, keep you scrolling as long as possible. I don't know if you can even monetize anything in Reddit. Maybe you can. I think they have, like, it's kind of gamified in terms of you can earn points and, like, pay, mm -hmm. kind of like Twitch, how you can pay for certain features and the ability to, like, comment more or to add different emojis or whatnot, um, like little perks, subscription perks. But yeah. I don't think there's a way for, like, creators to get paid on there necessarily. It could be interesting because, like, people go to Reddit to read and to write, right? They don't really go on there to watch essentially or have that like tiktok vibe so it's but for someone that doesn't really use the app that often could you see a benefit in having that short form content scrolling oh, through a lot of the video and audio um video and um photos are like linked out mm -hmm. so they use things like like what's like a, a image upload website like giphy or whatever they're called right and they just take you there real briefly mm -hmm. you know how you open up um someone's YouTube link via Instagram. Right. It doesn't open it up automatically. It's kind of like that hovering page. Gotcha. A lot of the stuff is like that. Ah, uh, so it's more of a way for people to stay native on the Reddit platform. Rather than like the jumping to a whole separate app. Gotcha. I believe. Okay. Um, but if there's a way that the video is hosted directly in the app, which it looks like mm. it is going to be, yeah. Um, it means you can just watch stuff without... Having like imagine if out. every TikTok video you watch took you out of TikTok. Yeah, it'd be annoying. It'd be pointless, right? Um, so just interesting to see a lot of these brands pivoting the home feeds and the ba the main feeds to um, having video scrolling, like video automatically playing and like scrollable until you find that one thing that 
captures your attention. So it's like almost like all the platforms are encouraging shorter attention spans. A hundred percent. They're just, well, that's the whole thing. They want to engage and they want to capture your attention and make you stay on there for as long as possible. Like that's the ultimate end goal with all these apps, no matter how good or bad they seem, they just want you to stay on there. So like what's the you know, the best way to do it is like to keep your attention changed from like one thing to another. So you forget like what the time frame is, like making videos or even making short form videos. They say you've got to change like, if, like, you know, for really snappy stuff, like every three seconds or then to every like five to eight seconds. Like that's a lot of frames and that's a lot of things to pay attention to. So if you're constantly forced to pay attention to like what comes next, like what's going to happen? You don't remember because it happens, also happens so fast, you forget what had just happened or what you just watched like if you ask someone that spent five minutes or more on tiktok what the what's the first two videos you watched you wouldn't be able to remember because no. you, 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 the, the scene change is happening so frequently mm-hmm. you just can't remember like you enjoy it it's enjoyable but chocolate bar is also enjoyable yeah you know, like that first bite is forgotten real quickly 100 percent. like is it and then it comes to that question, is it good or bad for you kind of thing? And probably ultimately in the long run, it's bad for you because yeah. if you can't pay attention for long periods of time. If you're learning something from every video, yeah. Yeah, like it's a good thing. But like if you're if it's just purely entertainment based, then by the time you want to sit down and do something for like a long period of time, you're going to struggle to get into that focus mode. Yeah, if you watch 20 prank videos in a row, they're like, I mean, I'm glad you have that much free time in your life. Mm-hmm. But you, there's not a lot of takeaway from that. No, you you just you're serving yourself up a cold dish of eventual disappointment, em- emptiness <laughs> in the future. Speaking of emptiness, yes, Funko Pops. Right, <laughs> they're doing a huge cleaning out of their inventory. I know that's right. I read it this week. A I, lot of it's landing in landfill, isn't it? Well, that will be. Yeah. So a few weeks ago, <laughs> everything's a few weeks ago for us. Um, we were talking about how Nike was overrun with inventory. Yes. They couldn't keep up. with Like, they had too much inventory building up in their warehouse. Um, they didn't throw anything away. They just marked everything down. Funko is in a different situation. They're potentially going to be sending $30 million, I think between 30 and $36 million worth of its older products, some of its, like, old stuff that ain't moving, to landfill because the cost to store it is more is uh is just too expensive so it's, right. it's more um business friendly and like i'm blanking on the, the right words but basically it's more efficient for their business to like write them off and t- show them out yeah. to rather than to store them it's All too right. expensive to store them they should just so like I could sort of see how it'd be more expensive to store but just like sell it all at a dollar and don't end it up in landfill like someone's gonna buy it for a dollar it dilutes yeah, you can do that, but it also diminishes the like the brand's reputation and value anyway. Because if you're selling everything for a dollar, that means the collectability is just like there's no like it's all worthless anyway. But if they've got too much stock, that means someone's made a bad decision somewhere and thought like this is going to be all business is slow. Yeah, all business is slow. Like people aren't buying collectibles as much anymore. Or is this just the telling sign that the Funko rage and the Funko like fad is sort of dying out? It's like the Beanie Babies. <laughs> Yeah, there's a few ways you can look at it, or it could just be uh, they overproduced like shitty characters or mm. shitty franchises, or they're in too they've got their their hands in too many different franchises that just aren't interesting. It's very vast. So this article from IGN, I mean, there's a bunch from this week that are talking about this. So 
Funko, the toy and collectible manufacturer, best known for its Funko pop vinyls. There's actually a good uh, documentary episode on Netflix about how they originated. Huh. That could be part of the playlist. can't remember what episode it is, so I can't reference it. Uh, they're sending at least $30 million worth of its products to Landfill. Um, inventory at year end totaled $246.4 million, which is a 48% increase compared to a year ago. So they've Oof. increased their inventory by 50%. That's huge. Yes, very, very huge. Um, the... This includes inventory that the company intends to eliminate in the first half of 2023 this year to reduce the fulfillment cost by managing inventory levels to align with the operating capacity. So basically, they just need um, their space back. Gotcha. They did, I think, over the last two years, start renting out and buying more storage space to house it all. Mm -hmm. But imagine if you had, like we've talked about storage units in a previous episode as well here. Yeah. Um, it all imagine, ties together. imagine you have one business and you're like, I need to have open. I've just got so much inventory. I need to buy three more to store it in. But now my sales are down, which their sales are down. I need to just basically throw an entire storage unit of stock away because I can't pay for the storage unit anymore. Like that's far out. Like that's. So, so it, sucks imagine- if, it sucks if you're a collector. Yeah, 100%. Because like the, it just means the brand is not doing that well. And if you're banking on these things going up in price over time, um, some of the really rare ones in short print and stuff probably will. But if they're just willing to like just write it all off, it's pretty insane. Like Obviously, we don't own million, million dollar, multi-hundred million dollar companies. It's easy for us to like sit here and judge. But- it's just crazy that they're just going to write it off instead of they could sell things for a dollar or they could, I don't know, just buy one, get one free, just throw in one, clear stuff out every time uh, whatever, like an EB Games or something buys 100 cases of it, um, send them another 100 cases of just stuff to give away for free. 100%. Or like just even find a way to actually recycle them properly maybe, like invest in that sort of thing instead rather than putting it into landfill. Can't they recycle them and then reuse them to make new pop vinyls? Um, that's an interesting point. Uh, it's also the packaging cost. The patch- package, they'd all be packaged as well. Yeah, they would all be packaged, but shouldn't like maybe that's something to think about going, like obviously I don't have like a say in like Funkos or whatever, but like why not make the all the stuff like compostable or recyclable and stuff and then that way if they do have too much inventory, they can reuse the packaging, recycle the pop vinyls, like, you know, melt them down and turn them into new pop vinyls. The cost to like reinvent the entire system to incorporate recyclables will be just as expensive a- as writing it off. Yeah. Would it be a more sustainable option going forward? Forward. It would be, but they'd yeah. have to allocate time and resources and teams and research and development to making that happen, which mm-hmm. they probably don't have right now. Because there's enough plastic in the world as there is. There is enough plastic. Um, so let's get on to the playlist episode or the playlist mm-hmm. feature for this week. For So now that you guys are caught up on some of the biggest hustling hustle-related mm-hmm. news um, live from our mouths. What? We didn't need to add that bit, but we did. No, that's fine. Now that you guys are all caught up, um, you're probably wondering, what am I going to watch this Friday or Saturday night? Well, we have you covered. This, we do. This week, we just finished watching Chris Rock's new stand-up special mm-hmm. called- Selective Outrage. Selective Outrage. Yes. Your selective memory for us, but- Yeah. Okay. Do you get outraged much? Um, no. Actually, you're the probably the least outraged person I've ever met. Yeah, I'm pretty- chill and like usually when usually when girls say i'm pretty chill means they're not chill at all but i'm like literally too chill that it's a bit bad sometimes like i'm not very 
like I don't I don't have heightened emotions too often, if that makes sense. I'm pretty steady, like in my emotional spectrum that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, so I tend to not get outraged. I get frustrated, but I don't get like, ah, kind of outraged yeah. and stuff. So I get more enraged than outraged. Yeah. Drew's just like the world, you know, just frustrated by the bad oh, things too around fierce, him. Not, too not fierce, one. sorry. Yeah. Um, but when we're sort of talking about like the, like, you know, these apps wanting your attention and stuff like Chris Rock actually sort of references that whole attention aspect in like one of his bits. Yeah. Like it's, he's like, it's a very good social commentary, I think, as a, as a standup. Um, he really talks about modern, you know, modern issues that we're all facing, but making them super relatable, like to him um, and also like to the people around him as well. Very, very funny. Mm-hmm. I actually watched it twice. It's on Netflix if you guys want to watch it. Um, I was reading the actually very, very high payday for him. I think he mm-hmm. did a two special um, deal. So, he has two specials. Obviously, that's the first one of the, the partnership. Um, I think for a total of $40 million. So, this basically $20 million for that one special. That's hectic. Um, but, yeah, it features a lot of social commentary. But in like I like Dave Chappelle, but some of it is – it is all like valuable and funny stuff, but he goes a little. He for goes me, for the shock value in a way, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, but goes a bit too deep. This he like Chris Rock sort of skates along the surface without mm-hmm. going too deep in, touches on it, but without making a huge backstory to circle around to. He, he just lets sort of you, sorry to interrupt. He lets you sort of make the connections for yourself yes, in a way, instead like of he's, spelling the whole thing out exactly. Like he's talking about, it and he just does that look to the camera and be like, "You know what I'm talking about?" It's the, his tone and stuff. Yeah, like he's just got a really high pitched tone for certain parts. Mm-hmm. It's the build up. It's the inflections that make. Yes, that's why I enjoy his stand up. Mm-hmm. Um, but he touches on a bunch of things. Um, like um, racism and sexuality and probably one of the most important, not important, but one of the most um, interesting things that people want to hear about from him is the famous Will Smith slap. Yeah. And like from like the first line of the stand-up, everyone knows at some point he's probably going to address the – the Will Smith at the was it the Grammy the, the Oscars Oscars yeah, the Academy um, scenario. Awards yeah everyone knows it's sort of it's coming it's it's like kind of like skating on thin ice or walking mm-hmm. on eggshells waiting for it to happen you don't know when he's gonna he's got to reference it like two he times references as well it, it sets yeah. it up two or three times to build that suspense and then mm-hmm. the, the back half of the stand up special is about that um, which is interesting we're not gonna give away any um, jokes or anything but yeah. I think it's super funny mm-hmm. light hearted does it's not too serious. But it's interesting to hear his take on, like you said, attention and the the current social climate and then I guess his response to the entire Will Smith incident mm-hmm. uh, and what his thoughts are. So I would say check that out. I think it's probably only an hour and 20 minutes long or something. Yeah, it's a, it's an easy watch as well. And that's what I really love about like stand-up comedians or watching these specials because like it's almost comedians' jobs to have that sort of funny take on the social commentary part, right? Because they're observers and that's what they do. They want to, you know, turn these serious topics and put them in a more like not funny perspective, but like put them in a way that'd be like, oh, yeah, that is true. That is kind of like stupid. Like why yeah. are we caring the, so much about the this? The best comedy is the ones you can agree. You might not have to make the connection yourself, but you you, like, you agree with it. Mm-hmm. The best comedy is like what you agree with essentially or yeah. you know it's truth once it's displayed to you in a certain way or how silly mm-hmm. it actually it actually is. So 
Um, that's our recommendation for this week. Let us know in the comments what you thought after watching it. Mm -hmm. And then we'll see you next week for two more episodes. Yeah. Enjoy, everyone. See, see you next time. Bye.